Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. In a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continue to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. The excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen as the enemies of wildlife are ignorant of the fact that, in reality, the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. Theodore Roosevelt Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Wild Initiative Conservation Coffee Break. Today, I'm with Kristen Black of the Cancel to Advance the Hunting and Shooting Sports. Uh, Kristen, thanks so much for hopping on the line with me today. Yeah, no problem, Sam. Thanks for having me. So why don't you give me just kind of a quick uh, overview of what uh, CAHSS, I think I got that right, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what the organization is, uh, what you do with them, and uh, also, I guess, talk a little bit about R3. Sure. So the Council to Advance Hunting and Shooting Sports, um, abbreviated to the Council or to CAF, um, we, we do a lot with the what's called R3 movement, um, and that stands for Hunting and Shooting, Recruitment, Retention, and Reactivation. So basically, what we're trying to do is get more people out into the woods, into their um, target shooting areas, and participating in these activities so that we can continue to support conservation through um, what's called the Pittman-Robertson funding. And Sam, are you familiar with Pittman-Robertson? I, I am personally, but why don't you give maybe my listeners that may have not uh, know as much about it just a quick overview. Okay, so um, in the 1930s, sportsmen passed an act known as the Pittman-Robertson Act, and what it does is enacts a 10 to 11 percent excise tax on hunting and shooting equipment. Um, and that money is redistributed to states by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and um, that money can be used for conservation projects like habitat management, um, hunter ed courses, building target shooting range, um, and the upkeep of wildlife management areas where we can hunt and bird watch and do other types of outdoor recreation. So even if you're not a hunter, um, it's important to know that hunting is the largest contributor to conservation through these Pittman-Robertson funds. So what are currently some of the, I guess, 
higher level issues or things that uh, uh, CAHSS is currently tackling uh, in here in North America? Sure. So um, what we do a lot as an organization is we work with other national organizations and state agencies, um, as well as industry and some media organizations to um, get the word out about R3, um, to educate people about our mission to do R3 and about how that complements the conservation cause. Um, and we do that by, like I said, partnering with organizations and agencies um, as well as industry. And so the best way to kind of get an idea about all the things that we do and all that our work encompasses is to just check out our website, um, which you can find at cahss.org. Um, there you can navigate around and see why we were established, um, what our goals are, and some initiatives we're working on now. So you mentioned the website. Is that definitely the best way for folks to find uh, find you guys online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that has our base information. You can also follow us on social media. We have um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and a YouTube channel, which has a lot of webinars on it. Um, and you can find us there. Our handle for everything is thanks for hunting and the four in the middle is the number four. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I've seen it pop up a few times and it makes me smile every time. Oh, thanks. It's nice and easy. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, what's really uh, the best way for folks to be part of what the organization is trying to do really help further your mission? Um, I think the best way to get involved on the ground is to find those organizations in your area. Um, find your local chapter of Pheasants Forever, Ducks Unlimited, um, Quality Deer Management, any of those. And if you'd like to learn to hunt, all of those organizations have um, programs dedicated to teaching people to hunt. But perhaps more importantly, if you are a hunter outdoorsman, um, or shooter, or boater, angler, any of those types of things, volunteer to be a mentor for some of these organizations, or even on your own. Um, if you know of somebody who hasn't had the opportunity to get into the outdoors and recreate like you have, offer to take them with you. Um, and the, an important thing to note with this kind of R3 movement is that we're, we're seeing more millennials be interested in hunting and shooting sports as recreation because of the clean eating movement. And people are, um, younger people are, are starting to be interested in where their food comes from um, and making sure that it's, it's ethical and it's free of chemicals um, and things like that. And so the best way to do that is really to just hunt. Um, and so even if you, if you know somebody who is interested in getting into hunting or shooting, um, take them. You know, millennials, we're not looking for your honey hole, your, your destination that you have spent 20 years trying to cultivate to get the biggest trophy animal that you're looking for. Um, we just want an opportunity. And Sam, I say we because I'm actually what we call an adult onset hunter. So I didn't even start hunting until I was 20 years old. And so I relied on mentorship from adults outside of my family to take me hunting and get me interested for the first time. And now here I am working for this national organization in hunting. So you never know what kind of impact you can make as a mentor. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that 
really speaks to my background. I didn't start hunting until uh, just a few years ago, you know, into my, well into my thirties and, uh, you know, through the mentorship of, uh, you know, a coworker of mine, um, I really, you know, I mean, I'm still learning a lot, but I learned so much in that first year. And then, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm here running this podcast and and reaching out to other folks and hopefully, uh, doing this, doing the same and spreading that message to other people. So you are, are very correct. You know, you never know, even just being able to mentor one person one year, um, you never know what kind of effect that is going to have, uh, in, you know, exponentially in the long run. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, mentoring one person to completion is so much better than trying to mentor six people and just not quite getting there because the retention aspect, you know, getting people interested, the recruitment part, that's, that can be sort of easy because people are either interested or they're not. But convincing them to stay in the activity, that can be more difficult because of the equipment, the access challenges. There are a lot of barriers to hunting, right? And so we're really looking for mentors who can help to break down those barriers or at least teach them how to overcome some of those barriers. Um, and so, so you say, you know, even mentoring one person is great, but um, I, I kind of pick one person to mentor throughout an entire year. And the chances of them staying with the activity is a lot higher than if I had picked, you know, 10 different people to try and mentor through the year, just not gotten it quite right. No, I agree completely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on with me today and share a little bit about uh, Cancel to Advance Hunting and Shooting Sports. Y'all make sure you head on over to our conservation page. That's the Wild Initiative slash conservation. And you can scroll down there, look for the uh, logo or do a quick search and you can get links to their website, all the socials. But Kristen, thanks so much for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.